0: Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Monaco Weekly. I'm Fernando Gusto Pacheco, and for today's show I speak with Florian Zeller, director of The Sun, based on his very own stage play. What are you doing here? Nicholas hasn't been to school in almost a month. How are you? Has something happened? You realize the school is talking about expelling you? Can I live with you? You said you don't feel very close to people your age. Your other son, he needs you as well. And you are at work all of the time. Has he been able to talk about the divorce? I've tried to be there for you. I've tried to give you strength. What's going on? Are you on drugs? You think you can just live your life doing whatever you feel like? I don't know what's happening to me. Laurie and Zeller, a pleasure to talk to you. Let's talk here about The Son, another fantastic film following the father. My first question to you, you must know that because you wrote the plays as well. Mental health is such a, it's quite a hard topic to portray on screen, right? What, What type of sensibilities do you need to portray this topic? On a film and a play, I guess, as well. I think the first thing would be like the feeling of responsibility towards the ones
1: who was uh, suffering from you know mental health issue. Well, I know that there are so many people around here uh, in pain. Sometimes they are by just by themselves. There are so much ignorance, so much shame, so much guilt, so much denial about these uh, topics that I really wanted to open a conversation, I would say. And in a way to dare facing this issue in a straightforward way, without shying away, this is what I wanted to do in the first place. But uh, my intention was not to try to explain things or to explore from the inside, you know, what it could mean to be in such a situation, but probably to tell that story from the outside or from the perspective of the people surrounding this young adolescent, you know, and it's about a father and a mother, you know, uh, trying to help, trying to understand, trying to save their son. And somehow, you know, they, they want to open doors, but they don't have the keys. They have questions, but they have no answers. And they, they have the best intentions, I would say, but it's not enough. And I wanted to explore, you know, these moments when you are powerless, important, when you do not know what to do anymore. And when you're lost, this is this perspective that I wanted
0: to explore. And that's really interesting because you explore in the film the sense of guilt. I mean, it's not just the person who's feeling sick in any way or form, but how this affects the family. And in a way, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but even watching the film, there's been decisions by the parents, but I feel that the film doesn't try to judge them for whatever they are, because sometimes it's just life, You you have some decisions I'm talking about when they decide not to yeah. keep the child in the hospital. Yeah, it's not about judging characters. It's I mean,
1: I try to do it in a way that every character is clearly trying to do his or her best, you know. And again, sometimes it is it is not enough, and that's
0: paradoxes of life. Let's talk about the casting a bit. I mean, I've heard, actually, I didn't know that... But, well... Of course, please. No, what I wanted to say is that you know,
1: of course, you want to, you're, when you are in pain, you want to have something or some someone to blame for, you know, because it's, like, unfair when it... What well, happens to be so easy for the others is so difficult for you. So, so you need to have an explanation. And so this boy is like, oh, this is because of the divorce, my parents' divorce. And the father, you were talking about guilt, is like, probably it's my fault, you know, because I made a decision to leave his mother. And so, I mean, guilt is always something that make you blind in a way so it's about people who are blind when the audience is not you know some at some point it's, it becomes like obvious for everyone that he needs treatment that he needs help and these people are blind mainly because of guilt and guilt is justified because we need to have explanation about what is going on and the the mystery about mental health issues is that sometimes there are no explanations, you know, and it's something that we have to accept, meaning that there are reasons, you know, for the pain, but it's so many layers, you know, there are some psychological, but also chemical and biological reasons, and, and so you don't have any simple explanation, and that's something that I really wanted to tell in that story, I mean, there is a frustration in that film not to have any explanation of why he's in pain like that. But this is something that was so important to me because I think this is what it is in reality, you know, like a a mystery. And we all know people, you know, in real life that have everything in their life to be happy, apparently, and still they are in pain. And this is not their fault. And we would never blame someone for having like a heart issue. And I think that's the same with mental health issue. We should not blame anyone for that. We need to take care and to understand and to accept people like that. So that's
0: also something I wanted to explore in that film. When you were writing the play and the film as well, do you have any kind of personal experience that you try to portray that on the script you're Mm -hmm. writing? Or is that something you just notice in your surroundings and in life and perhaps something that hasn't been addressed so well so far? I mean, I cannot make an answer, a general answer, but for
1: this film in particular, I have I could say that it comes from a a personal place, so I knew the emotions that I'm trying to explore in that film. I'm not saying that it's my story in terms of characters or situations, but it's uh, definitely something that is close to what I've experienced somehow. But what is important to me to say is that I'm not making a film just to tell my own story. I, I think it's not enough. It's really because I wanted to share these emotions with people because I know that so many people are Related, So many people are somehow connected to, you know, people that are in pain and as parents or I mean, for example, when it was a, a play first and that we did in Paris and then in London. And, and really what happened is that after every performance, people were waiting for us, you know, not to say congratulations, but to, to speak with us and to share their own story, to share their own experience. And it was a way to say... As if they were saying, you know, I know what you're talking about because my sister or because my uncle or because my daughter. So, And it was like every night like that. And I really felt that it's like an epidemic in a way. You know, it's everywhere around us. And somehow we are not talking about it. I mean, we are talking about mental health issues in an abstract way. And I know that we are not comfortable about talking about it we're not comfortable about watching films about it and that's really why i wanted to even more to make that film in a way to yeah to open that conversation and to portray people that are because of ignorance because of shame and because of guilt that are not able to help someone they want desperately to help
0: I was going to ask a next question, but one thing that you said, it's so true, the way people talk about mental health these days, it it feels to me quite abstract as well, and it's a bit like, okay, but what are the issues, and I think a film like yours is very important, But, but just moving on a little bit, talking about the cast, a cast was excellent, I mean... Hugh Jackman, I think one of his best roles, in my opinion. And it's interesting that he actually approached you to do this film, right? Tell us a bit more about the casting, about Hugh Jackman. And Anthony Hopkins, I think he was the first. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins. So we did The Father together, and we we are
1: very close. and, And he knows a lot about mental health, but also he's so subtle, intelligent, sensitive. I mean, I love him so much. So it's true that he read the script as soon as I finished it. And there's a small part in it. The character's name is Anthony, so I hoped that he knew that it was a way to, to tell him, do you want to be in that movie? And he called me back three hours later to say, I want to be in that movie. So it was a real joy to share this other experience with him. And yes, it's true that Hugh Jackman approached me. I mean, he heard that I was working on the adaptation of that play, knew the play, and he wrote me a letter saying that if you're already in conversation with someone else, please forget the letter. But if not, I would love to have like 10 minutes with you just to let me you know why I should be the one. So I was very impressed by his approach. I mean, the humility, the, the honesty and the courage that it takes to do that. And of course, we, we had a meeting, it was on Zoom but I I was not planning to make any decision. It was just like a general meeting. I did not know him. And after eight minutes, I remember that I stopped the conversation and I said, oh, that's for you. Because it's not about something he said, actually. It's about what I felt about who he is as a human being, I would say. Especially, yes, his honesty, his courage, and his humility was exactly, I think, was what needed to, to do what I wanted to do, meaning to explore these emotions without, with no protection, without trying to perform, without trying to fake or to imitate, but just to try to be connected with some true connection, intimate connection with that story. And this is what he has as a son and as a father. He didn't have to explain exactly where it was coming from, but I just felt that it was like intense and truthful. So I knew that he would be open to do something probably has never done before. And that's what excited me. And I think it was the best decision. I really loved working with him. He's an extraordinary human being, really. And that's,
0: I think, why he's such an extraordinary actor. What about the choice for the boy which was played by Zan McGrath? I mean, was it a difficult one? To choose because you know I mean it's quite a complex character in, in every single way.
1: Yes and no I mean it's I did it on Zoom as well because at that time it was not possible to meet people in the flesh and so I met a lot of people in on Zoom in in the UK in the US and some in Australia and it was like a very exciting process you know when you you know it was some, I knew that it was someone I didn't know yet because you know it's like a seventeen years old character and that's very exciting you know to to dream about someone and to look for someone you do not know yet, you know. And so I saw many tapes and it was very joyful, but I have to say that when I saw his tapes, I knew right away that he would be the one. Of course, I had to do all the meetings with him to just to, to see how he would react to my direction, things like that, but in terms of instinct, you know, I, I knew that he would be the one. And then we met, but just two days before we started shooting, because, you know, it was not like my producer. They were like, are you sure it's him? I mean, he's Australian. There is an accent issue, a travel issue with COVID, in COVID times. But yeah, the conviction was very strong. And I really respect what he did, because it's not an easy job, you know, to explore, to portray this fragility and to be strong enough to be that fragile. And I think he has something very specific and special and powerful. I was very happy to work with him.
0: One thing that surprised me in the film, perhaps even, you know, the set design and location, because it's, it's more expansive, you know, like the, you show more the outside. It didn't feel to me, because, you know, in The Father, it was very much in, in his apartment. And I think that's quite, quite different in The Son, right? Was, was there some changes, perhaps, from, from the script of the play? Yeah, of course. I mean, when you make a decision, it
1: has to serve the story you want to tell. In The Father, we stayed in the apartment, and it was like a constantly moving apartment because, in a way, it was an abstract place. I wanted to be in his brain, you know, and to use the set as a way to to be lost in this maze, in a way. Here, I wanted, as I said, to tell a story in a very straightforward way, linear way, which is not the way I think, but that's the way i think uh, the story should be told so um, it was not about trying to create like a claustrophobic atmosphere because i wasn't planning to be in his brain but mm-hmm. to be in in the father's shoes in a way meaning uh, and to understand his world which is about you know his work his office his father as well and um, you know the first image that i had when i started adapting that script was a man in a train uh, between New York and Washington, and traveling between these two cities. So it's, it's already, like, not in a play, not in an apartment. It was in a train, my first image. And it was a man traveling between New York, where he lives, to DC, where he has a meeting, so start, about to start a new career. So it was about the future, hope but also it was where he grew up. So it was about his past, his father. And so it was about a man navigating between his past, his present, and his future. This is how it started. But what matters to me was to make the audience understand step by step that this father, Hugh Jackman, is also a son. I mean, a son in pain in a way. You know, He's trying to be a good father. He's trying to be the best father. He's trying to be the father he never had, in a way. And we understand that that's... In a way, he's still fighting against the ghost of his own father. He's still in pain about that. And that's probably the reason why he's not able to deal with the present. And because I I think that, you know, in order to be able to deal with present, you have to get rid of the past and and to forgive people. And somehow he was not able to forgive his own father, who was not a good father. Mm. And his attempt to be a good father was probably just a way to to take revenge against his own father. So it's details, but what I wanted to explore here is
0: also the cycle of pain and how to break it you know, into, into generation. And Florian, I have, to, I have to ask that because she's one of my favorite actresses, but how is it to work with Laura Dern? I mean, she's, she's always amazing. And again, she did, a, she did so well in The Sun, but how is working with her? Because she comes across as extremely friendly and she has, I don't know, she, a lot of people love her. No, I do love her, too.
1: She's very friendly, it's true. And also, as a director, there is something special about her. Is that this is her religion, I would say, to protect the relationship with the director. This is where she comes from, you know. Everything that matters. I think she does what she does as an actress because she wants to work with directors, you know, more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And so as a director it's very special to work with her because you can you feel that you know she's completely dedicated to your vision and she's really to embrace your vision and to serve it in a very dedicated way and that's very impressive and also she's you know i think every actors involved in this film was involved somehow for personal reasons you know they wanted to tell that story because they had a connection with, you know, what it could mean to be in pain and to be lost and not to know what to do in front of someone who is in pain. So she she brought also her sensitivity, sensibility as a mother, I would say, and that was like a real gift to the film.
0: I feel like a complete failure. I wasn't there, for
1: There used to be so much joy in our family.
0: We give these big speeches about life, and then you abandon us. I have the right to reinvent my life! Hello, son. You came to tell me what a good dad you are. What do you want, applause?
1: That's my little boy. I can't give up on him.
0: That was Florian Zeller, director of The Sun. The film is out now. The show is edited by Aden Heaton, and I am Fernando Augusto Pacheco.